Hello, welcome to another episode of Unpacking Neuroqueerness. In this episode, I wanted to talk about something that I've been noticing more and more in the last few weeks, months, even years, but I think particularly in the last few weeks and months, is the division that has been occurring among the autistic community, um, amongst people in between people that identify as low support needs and people that identify as high support needs. Now, this conflict and division has been going on for a while, but I feel like it's become more pronounced in the last few weeks. Um, So first of all, I wanted to speak of something called, and I've spoken about this Um, before in episode 51 but there's something out there that's called Aspie supremacy Um, and I do understand the the fact that there are a lot of autistic folks with lower support needs out there um, that do not like to call themselves disabled and that is fine if they don't feel disabled by their autism however the problem is they um, they reiterate the idea to the world um, that just because their autism doesn't disable them, they reiterate the idea that autism is not a disability for anybody, which is not true for those with higher support needs that may have um, more sensory issues um, that may require... Um, more assistance that may require a caretaker that may not um, be able to live by themselves or or may have other needs um, in addition to to those that I just stated that that are in fact disabled by being autistic and a big problem with that is because if we tell society that autism is not a disability and that all autistics are happy being autistic all the time then it society will not want to provide accommodations they'll see that as a way of not providing accommodations because if being autistic is a hundred percent great all the time then they there's no reason for um institutions such as schools and businesses to provide accommodations which is very harmful for the individuals that need those accommodations so that is the issue uh that is a valid issue that has been happening with um autistics trying to speak for autistics with lower support needs trying to speak for the entire community and um invalidating the um invalidating higher support needs autistics and also um you know because trying to distance themselves by by saying that they're not like the um quote stereotypical autistics well these autistics do exist and and so it's um it can be um it can erase one's experience by saying that uh that you're not like the so-called stereotypical autistics because many autistics are like that and um you are basically 
saying that they are lesser or or the idea that comes across is that is that certain autistics are lesser than which is completely untrue you know every autistic person is different and has their own experiences and experiences different traits to different intensities and so um this is uh also the reason that i have mixed feelings around the the support needs um levels and of course that is it the we are you we use support needs levels to replace functioning labels which are very harmful um not only the fact that they're neurotypically biased it's functioning to an idea of like neurotypic based on an idea of neurotypicality right on how um how well do these um does an autistic person uh perform neurotypicality and that is um just very unfair for those um high maskers but because they get called like myself I, I many times throughout my life i've been called high functioning and it's just not fair for um given the fact that i have um had to mask my autistic traits uh, been conditioned to mask my autistic traits my whole life because i've been afraid of being um misjudged and ostracized um by society um and then it's really invalidating to be to be called high functioning when you're you know masking through exhaustion every day um just to be not be um seen as lesser and and low functioning of course assume it invalidates the strengths um and humanity of those who have higher support needs and um just need more structure and uh support around them um in order to um so-called function in a neurotypical society it does not mean that they are low functioning by nature they just require more support um so that is where support needs comes from and and i understand that it's a good replacement for functioning labels however it can also be harmful because i also see it getting thrown around like online like even amongst the autistic community like other autistics will assume that someone has low support needs just because they made a video online and they don't know they have no idea like who this person actually is and what they've been through in their life and what supports they require even to be there making that video in that moment um i feel like it's um and many others have expressed this too a harmful overgeneralization um when you see someone and call them low support needs just because they made a video online and to me and in the opinion of many others as well and can come across as ableist um so in the same way that i feel like aspie supremacy is very harmful um and erases the experience of higher support needs individuals and can de- demean and dehumanize higher support needs individuals and i i think that's absolutely a problem that needs to be addressed there's also the problem of people even within the autistic community um assuming that a certain person has low support needs 
just because they make a video or write a statement online, um, you still don't know like who this person is and what their needs really are and what they may have been through. Um, I also see a lot of misdirected anger around people that are self-diagnosed. There's this false conception, this is false idea that people that are self-diagnosed because mind you a lot of people can't afford a formal diagnosis and the DSM is based on uh, presentations of autism and ADHD in young white males so it excludes a huge population um, and and so there's misdirected anger because somehow um, people believe that self-diagnosed people are somehow taking away resources from officially diagnosed people um, and so I just wanted to remind everybody um, that this is a narrative that is constantly pushed by neurotypicals. It is wrapped in ableism and classism, and it's a way of avoiding taking responsibility for accommodating disabled people and also turning uh, autistic people against each other. Um, and uh, pushing that, that narrative, which is very harmful, uh, as if um, a narrative that basically tells you that if un unless you have a typical presentation of what most people believe that autism or ADHD is supposed to look like, that you cannot be considered autistic and then cannot be um, consequently given um, support. Uh, so I feel like it is a way of non-disabled society to um, not see and not accommodate folks that are able to mask um, on a daily basis even though it causes extreme exhaustion. Um, you know, like, they, I feel like it's, um, it's the fact that they can mask... Um, makes people want them to just keep masking so so they can't provide so so they um so people can feel like they don't need to provide accommodations oh because this person can mask because they're fine and a lot of times they're not fine they're completely exhausted from having to mask over and over and over again and that's why people are um uh, it's so important for many people to get that uh, late diagnosis and for a lot of people they're not able to get a professional diagnosis um, mainly because of the cost um, and also because of like there's still a lot of medical ableism and a lot of misinformation um, and I've heard stories of people being told that they can't be autistic because they're in a relationship or because they walked up a stair the stairs so there's this very negative stigmatized view um, full of ableism um, of um, what autistics are quote-unquote supposed to look like to many people. Um, and so I get frustrated that um, it seems like neurotypicals are infiltrating um, infiltrating uh, the autistic community and spreading um, the this misinformation and, and um, somehow leading higher support needs autistics to believe 
that lower support needs autistics would take away from them by um, by asking for resources and accommodations where, where the real problem is there are not enough the system the system does not provide enough resources um, if there's only a little bit of juice in a cup and you have two kids arguing over it it's not that one kid is taking away juice from the other it is that there's not enough juice in the cup there the system is not providing enough juice the system is not providing enough in the way of accommodations and support for everybody and the different levels of different kinds of support that people need um and so i just wanted to remind everybody no one knows about an experience better than the person living that experience many people can't afford a diagnosis and um this hurts uh this hurts undiagnosed people that do not fit the white male stereotypes um, a lot of autistic women who've been masking their entire lives and not knowing they were autistic and just thinking that there was something wrong with them and not getting support and struggling. And, you know, a lot of times there, there were a lot of, sadly, a lot of, um, a lot of times these people have, um, harmed themselves, um, because they, are not getting the understanding and support they need so it's really harmful to um you know when to call them trendy or just like no one is doing this for attention like no one wants to have to um be to be growing up in the ableist society that we do as an autistic person and the problem is not being autistic the problem is the people the problem is the society and the bullying and the mistreatment um and so we need to blame the system for not providing these resources not people for so-called taking away or what taking them away or whatnot and i myself um was led to believe for a long time um, that I'd be taking away from others by asking for accommodations um, and and because of how prevalent internalized ableism is in our society I was really led to believe for that for believe that for a long time and I feel like I didn't really embrace even though I was lucky to have a professional diagnosis at age 16 I feel like I didn't really embrace that diagnosis and embrace like oh okay this is what I need um you know this is how my brain works and like i i need things done differently and like to to be able to ask for support sometimes um and and um and then i later realized that it's actually the fault of the system for not providing enough support for everyone it's not that i'm taking away um from people that so-called deserve it more or whatever because i think that everyone deserves the, the accommodations um that they need and and um you know this whole um construct of like who deserves it more or, or not is like very rooted in in um rooted in neuronormativity and capitalism um and um we shouldn't all be forced to be birds turned against each other seeking for survival we we need more support we need the system to provide more um support for everybody we need to fight together for more support and resources and, and instead of fighting against each other. Um, we need the system to provide more resources for everybody. And, and so I hope that, um, 
I hope that I, I got my points across in this episode. I know it was kind of a um, little bit all over the place, but um, those are the main points that I wanted to emphasize in this episode. Um, I just wanted to remind every autistic person out there that um, you are valid uh, no matter your background no matter um your support needs and and let's let's be mindful that support needs can fluctuate uh, on a daily basis um you can have high support needs um one day and low support needs the next day um and obviously you know there, there are main things like there are differences like people that are able to um live alone and care for themselves and 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 so and so and um there are a lot of differences um but just one of those things does not determine if you are always high support needs or you're always low support needs um support needs are still a very dynamic thing and i think that's really important for people to understand um and people i i i really want everyone to um to understand that they are valid and they do deserve support and accommodations um have be it self-diagnosed formally diagnosed or not diagnosed everyone deserves support and i feel like this all gets muddled and um broken into groups and like who deserves more and who deserves less based on like how much support they appear to need and we have to remember that what someone appears on the outside is not always what they are or what they are going through on the inside um so i just wanted to remind everybody about that once again um i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope it was helpful for everybody, um, be, be them neurotypical or neurodivergent, um, thank you for listening, um, and I will talk to you next time.